Halloween 365 podcast. We're sending all of our love to mamas of horror out there as we crown the queen of horror mothers. It's coming. Leave me alone. He doesn't believe in you. Don't you know what happens on Halloween? Welcome back to the Halloween 365 podcast. The only podcast that you're going to hear that is horror 24-7 in Halloween 365. That is correct. As always, I am Chad, joined by Justin and Jeremy. How many days are we, boys, till Halloween? We are 170 days until Halloween. And Jeremy, tell everybody how many days until autumn. Oh, you know me, I love my harvest festivals, and we're 131 days away from all I, I, I soon one day hope to put that harvest festival to bed. We're going to debate. I don't know when it's coming, but it's coming. Oh, it's coming. Round two. <laughs> Listen, there's not, there's not really much of a debate. It's already a two-to-one discussion. Yeah, you got a good point. Well, I got I to gotta bring all of it with me. I'm bringing the scarecrow, the pumpkins, and the apple bobbins. Well, you got to win me over. Apple that, that's that's the goal is to win me over. So that way maybe maybe I can turn to the dark side yeah, here. Yeah, I guess that is Jeremy's goal in that yeah, is to win you so. over. Which, well, we all love Halloween here, but somebody's got to be the underdog. And I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> I think All Saints Day is the underdog. We don't need anything else. Uh, we'll see. Well, we got a really interesting episode for you guys today. But before we dive in, I think we got a little bit of Halloween news. Ooh, yes, indeed. We've got some major news. Uh, it's more or less um, some horror movie news, uh, horror comedy oh. news. Um, Tammy Tim Burton lovers... Michael Keaton lovers, or you Jenna Ortega fans. Beetlejuice 2, as we've already mentioned before, it's in the works. It apparently has started filming, and it's in the works. It's coming out September of next year with Jenna Ortega as Lydia's daughter. Lydia coming back, which is Winona Ryder. Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice. And we've had some updates on the cast. So, Delia Dietz, Catherine O'Hara, is returning. Okay. So, apparently... Monica Bellucci, I'm sorry, I don't know what she's from, but she is going to be Beetlejuice's wife. Oh. So he's already, yeah, so this is, that's news. There's someone, uh, he looks like maybe a dude that might be going after uh, Lydia's daughter, uh, Justin Theroux, T-H-E-R-O-U-X. That was going to be the other child. It could be the other child. The, the, um. Yeah, because they mention children when they yeah. talk about Beetlejuice, so it's very possible he's got dark hair like Winona Ryder. Um, still rumored, it's rumored, it's not confirmed, Johnny Depp, still rumored, but somebody who was just recently confirmed, Mr. William Defoe. It doesn't say who or what he will be in it, but Mr. William Defoe is coming to Beetlejuice. But if you check IMDb for the plot... It does say Johnny Depp and Winona's children. Yeah. So it's big time rumor. Well, I'm excited to see Willem Dafoe get in there and mix it up a little bit. Uh, I don't know what role he could play, but I could see him as an exorcist of some form. I don't know. I was thinking maybe, maybe you think that? Or, brother, or, do you, yeah, I was going to say, do you think it's like his Beetlejuice's arch enemy? That they I, I think that would be really cool. That would be really cool. With that being said, I mean, though, he's got the fucking I think that uh, the plot... Beards, you may be pretty close to what the plot is. I, I'm starting to think that 
the, this 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 I'm pretty freaking close this case may have been cracked so my first plot was that both of them died my second backup plot was that the dad died and then the mom's like hey i know who we can call yeah. Yeah. she's bringing them out Winona Ryder is bringing back uh, that Ouija board wall with them lots. <laughs> She's got to contact Beetle. Just Beetlejuice spelled out, though. That's yeah. all. She's got to contact well, him somehow. Next in the, the last bit of uh, news I have, um, I think me and Chad have mentioned this on the show before, and I think you've agreed with this beard. Uh, movies coming to digital too soon after theater. Evil Dead is already coming to digital. Not DVD. It won't be until June or July. Yeah. Um, but let's be real. Yeah, not so, many people buy DVDs anymore. I mean, I do, but the digital, the digital was bound to happen though, because now we're in the streaming world, and they know that that's also where they're making some money. So it's a have to thing. You don't get it, obviously, the first, I don't know what, three weeks, yeah. four weeks, month. We'll say month. It gets a month in theater, and then you can yeah, stream it. Yeah, that's you pretty can. much the standard. So, as of we're recording today, because it says from May 9th through the 14th, these three movies will be released, with Evil Dead Rise being one. So, as of today, it will be able to uh, rent at $24.99 for a 48-hour rental at digital. Um, 20, uh, June 27th, it comes out on 4K and Blu-ray. The other two movies coming along with it uh, that will be on streaming services is The Curse of Wolf Mountain. It's coming on digital and DVD. Uh, with uh, Danny Trejo and Tobin Bell in it. What a weird. So, huh. Yeah. Um, and also, we have Oregon, not Oregon, but Oregon, like your organs, trail. Mm. But Because, yeah, of Oregon, course, we do. Yeah, the Oregon Trail. It's, uh, you can buy it on digital at the beginning of, on the May 12th, and, um, yeah, it looks pretty gruesome, actually. There's, I see bodies on fire, blood. Um, it's a Western-style looking, so... That's all the Halloween news I've got. Yeah, um... I don't, I don't know about some of that stuff. I, I don't know whether to be excited or to just... crawl into my hidey hole and just pretend that it never existed. <laughs> we'll see. I, I, I have to agree, though, it is kind of sad that... Um, we're seeing a, a slow, slow end to uh, special releases. It's, it's a bummer, but oh, yeah. I guess it was bound to happen. But that about wraps up all of our Halloween news. And now, I think, Beard, do you have a hot sheets, Big Daddy? Mm-hmm. Fresh off the press, baby. Fresh off the press. Anything about that seem unusual to you? What would scare Regic so badly that he'd risk a warp jump with a newborn? Let me check the hot sheets. Hit me with a hot sheets. <clears throat> For those of you that don't know what the hot sheets is on this show, uh, just a quick brief explanation. It's all the tabloids out there that you see while you're waiting in line at the store. And these are all of the paranormal, supernatural, or just downright weird stories that come from them, which we take as actual news. The rest of it's bullshit. You're being fed full of lies. This is the only true news it out there, the ladies and gentlemen. Best, You're getting it the right here. best investigative journalism on the planet. Hands down. <laughs> You're damn right it is. Um, so, 
I have a couple of pieces of actual Hot Sheets news and then something else that I wanted to go over that I, I thought uh, was kind of yeah. funny. Um, so the first one is from X Implore. They're reporting in and letting us know that uh, they have an article that this is what shadow people really are, according to a site. Mm. Is she world renowned? Oh, no. We'll have her soon. <laughs> So, the psychic says the first reason uh, that you might be seeing a shadow person uh, is, or the first reason is that the this might be just the way that the enti entity is choosing to manifest itself. So, hmm. it's just by choice, apparently. Uh, why would it choose something so terrifying? Who can say? But it's certainly a choice. Well, that was kind of a very straight to the point answer. Yeah, well, I was thinking, like, maybe uh, maybe it doesn't know that it's terrifying. Maybe, maybe. Well, there's another reason that they give. The other reason we might be seeing a shadow has to do with our own sense of perception. Oh. Our culture has spent a lifetime teaching us to filter out extrasensory extra perceptions and ability to see spirits. Uh, you've been taught that your whole life, I guess, is assuming what that is. Sure. <laughs> maybe subliminally. Yeah. We're supposed to. Well, I mean, I guess if you go to church, they That's tell you, a, don't believe in that. See that the devil. No. They stopped teaching us about our chakras, too. So they're putting a filter they over our They did do brains. that. Mm. Yeah, because they do fear what the brain can do. Uh, MK Ultra was a good example of that. Yep. They found out that. And they were like, hey, we need to shut this shit down. Yeah. Need... Mm. Uh, anyways, so the second reason is that um, you're. Uh, our entire life we've been stifling our perceptiveness and that maybe that's how we can see certain ghosts whenever they're really able to manifest themselves. It's our uh, um, our innate psychic abilities that we have apparently in your mind that apparently everybody's got some sort of uh, that's been stifled, but it's coming through whenever you see a shadow person. Interesting. Uh, is the other suggestion by the psychic. Hmm. Where's Carol Ann when you need Carol her? Yeah, I know, man. The other bit of Hot Sheets news uh, comes from Past Chronicles, and this was reported two hours ago. A mysterious void in Egypt's ancient pyramid unearths strange secrets, and it's got a photo here. Uh, and so what we have is the start of the discoveries. Um, recent research by Dr. I'm not even going to pronounce your name, uh, from the Cairo University have led to the discovery of a void in the center of the Great Pyramid. This discovery has been made possible due to the new sonar technology. Uh, the finding offers many possibilities for future research to look... So, there's something funny about this. And I just came across this article. But I literally just watched something last night talking about how there's further underground tunnels that go deeper and connect all the pyramids and connect to the Sphinx and that they've been sealed up at this point. I mean, yeah. it's possible that the government sealed them. I don't up. know why the government would seal them up, but there's a good possibility. They're keeping out that mummy's curse, son. It goes deeper than the hollers. Is it a curse or does it lead to something else? Some Stargate shit. Look that crazy photo that shows that crazy photo that shows, uh, it says you don't want to have this discussion and it's, Oh, those, yeah. The, the top, top yeah, the monoliths. Yeah. Three obelisks yeah. that are gigantic. Yeah. No, that's it. That are buried under the fucking. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of theories is that these underground tunnels that lead from the Sphinx to all the different pyramids probably go to an actual underground base of some sort. Potentially. Even an ancient I wouldn't one. rule it out. I mean, we don't know. Maybe into hollow earth. Hey, it's coming. It's coming. People, it's coming. Um, but yes, they've discovered it with sonar, and they're going to be crawling in and uh, 
looking at it soon to see. I mean, are they are they really going to tell us though? <sighs> Prepare for bears, snakes, earthquakes, and all the above. I'm just saying. I don't know if we want to go that deep. Mm. No, I. I don't know. I don't know. They don't even have a real explanation yeah. for it. It's not even a place where. It, yeah. There's not a place where somebody would sit and give commands like there's not. It's not set up that way, and it's not a big graveyard because there's not a bunch of bodies every friggin' way. So who knows? We'll find out. Or the lot. Yeah, one of the two. One of the two. Just keep listening to the hot sheets. We got the real news here. Uh, (laughs) So this was funny, Chad, and I thought that you'd get a kick out of it. This is the most ridiculous astrological questions that are searched on Google. (laughs) Ah. So, number one is, uh, which Zodiac sign is the most evil? I can already tell you. Without even reading it, I'm gonna, I would say Scorpio. I was going to say Aries. Uh, Scorpio's got the worst rap. Okay. Makes sense. Aries, they're fuckers, too. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's funny. Apparently, I'm really compatible next, with the Aries. Next thing that, the next thing that's searched is, why are Aries so annoying? Hmm. Interesting. They're hot-headed fire signs and the answer to that is one word according to this article uh impulsive impulsive mm-hmm. yeah not the podcast but yeah that's yeah. impulsive yeah. we know he's gonna read this next one uh why are posses so hot well <laughs> i don't know <laughs> ask all the exes oh, oh wait that's not gonna be a good answer oh no um it says, has anyone checked the birth dates of supermodels lately? Apparently, all most supermodels are Pisces. I don't know what that's got to do with it. Hmm. Um, astrological facts are more like guidelines, and physical beauty is the eye of the beholder. Is all it says. It doesn't say shit about it. So, oh, they just trash me. Hmm. Uh, the next question that is searched is, why are Tauruses always hungry? Uh, There's not really an answer for that, and I'm not even going to read it. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> that's... Uh, why are Aquarius is so rare is the other one. Didn't know that they were. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you don't really hear of a lot of Aquariuses. Uh, maybe. But I guess it's got to do with what Jeremy said. It's because it's, you know. It's all, yeah, it all comes down to the time of year people have said. Uh, why are Geminis such bastards? <laughs> I mean, it says, why are Geminis so bad? Mm. Um, don't want to give. It's a. It's, it's, a perspective. So the last question is which zodiac sign is most likely to be depressed? Mm-hmm. And it's the good old Of Pisces. course it is. <laughs> oh man. Melancholy monster. It says the it says the loving dreamy Pisces. Always that all of those things tend to leave them feeling disappointed with reality. You need to take a step away from the internet, son. <laughs> daydream, baby. Daydreaming. Oh man. Okay, okay, okay. To end this whole little section here, I had one more countdown, and I thought this one was right up our alley. Um, it was a story that it was put out by the stock dork. I don't know. Uh, that was released on Thursday, but it's basically a countdown of the 20 scary urban legends. Mm. Yes. Uh, 20 scary urban legends. I think your microphone just went mute. Yeah, yeah it did on purpose. Um, so the first one of the urban legends 
is the babysitter and the man upstairs. So, like, you know, somebody's... They're in the out. house. Yeah. The call's coming yeah. from within. Exactly. Mm. The next one is the hook. Of course, hook on the mirror. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Peter yeah. Pan. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he did want to kill the children. Though. Bring me Peter Pan. <laughs> I'll keep an eye on The out. Vanishing Hitchhiker. Oh, yeah, that's pretty. Every time I hear Vanishing Hitchhiker, I think back to Creep Show, Creep Show 2, I believe. The thanks for the ride, lady. Anybody? No? All right. I'll, I'll just think back to the episode where we talked about the Japanese. Or that. Hitchhiker or that. Lady. By the way, I don't I don't mean to deter, but this is on this. Oh, that was the Oban episode. Yeah. So speaking of that, uh, there was a dash cam recently that came out that apparently showed a spirit manifesting. Dude, yes. It was yeah, in that cemetery. Yeah. That's the girl. That's, that's, that's the girl that we were talking wild. about. That is some, she's caught on camera. That is a wild video, and I can't explain it. And I wonder if he went to the address and got the money from her old I man. Wonder. Huh. Because that was part of it, that he was always waiting outside. Son. Okay, so next urban legend is the killer in the back seat. Well, <laughs> there we go. If you ever get scared and want to turn on your dome light when you get in after coming out of work late at night, that's the it's an yeah. urban legend. The clown statue. Now, this one has got me kind of thrown off. One. A babysitter discovers a clown statue in a house where she is sitting. As the night progresses, she becomes increasingly disturbed by the statue and decides to move it. Only then does she discover that the statue is actually a person mm. that's in disguise. Oh, so they were just sitting and acting like a statue the whole time when it was really just a clown that was... I don't know. I've never heard that. That's but, fucked up. Was that West Coast? Beep, I don't... beep, Richie. <laughs> I don't know. That's some weird shit. Oh. Here's one. Bloody Mary. Uh, not to be confused with Candyman. <laughs> if you don't know, then you should know. Oh, an urban le- Oh, well. Okay, this next urban legend's uh, near and dear to mine and Jeremy's heart. Uh, the legend of Sleepy Hollow. Hey. Everybody loves it. Possibly my favorite. Everybody loves some Sleepy Hollow. So, Jeremy, what's this one? The Black Eyed Children. Go back a couple episodes. Well, more than a couple yeah. episodes. I believe we have discussed these people on these um, on this podcast it's before. It's uh, children with a uh, black hat. Sorry, show uh, uh, show up at people's homes asking to let them in. Uh, those who have encountered them report feeling extreme fear and a sense of impeding danger. In other words, don't let don't let them in. They'll eat you. Oh, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> the hairy-handed hitchhiker. Watch out for him out there in Arizona. The hairy-handed <laughs> hitchhiker. Uh, I've never heard that it's one. said to appear in a particular uh, stretch of road only to disappear shortly after. Uh, the story goes that the hitchhiker was a real person who died tragically on that road and now haunts it as a ghost. It doesn't say what road, but apparently he had a hairy hand. No, this is just encompassing. This is an urban legend that can go anywhere. It can be anywhere in the country. Oh. It's like Bloody Mary. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. This is just national. The rake. Oh, the rake is a humanoid creature with long claws. Why? That's not an urban legend. A, I'm kind of fucking yeah, offended that's not, by that, you, stock. That, that's not necessarily. It's more of a creepy pasta, but it's or a cryptid. So, well, they're counting creepy pasta as urban legends. Mm. Well, it's weird. Mm. So the, the rake, rake is terrifying, nonetheless. Although there is a episode of Paranormal Caught on Camera where this woman thinks she's got a rake. I don't remember. Do you remember, Dooley? It sounds like her I outside think of her so. porch, and then she goes out. There's a three-pronged foot yeah, in the fucking yeah. grass. It was real Maybe. weird. I don't know. Uh, this one is the techie techie. 
Uh, it's a Japanese legend about a woman who was cut in half by a train and now haunts the railway tracks, dragging her upper half along and attacking those who cross her path. Holy shit, that's a movie uh, that we need. That's terrifying. Techie, techie. That's fucking awesome. I just punched your teeth. Jeremy, what's this one? This sounds like a, an old sex act that got forgotten. It's the choking goat. <laughs> <laughs> so a woman returns home to find her Doberman choking on a human hand. After you damn right she is. Uh, she discovers that a murderer is hiding in her house and the Doberman had uh, bitten his hand off. Oh my off. god. The choking Doberman. Okay. Uh, the licked hand. Oh my god, we're on a roll here. Sure are. Uh, a person hears strange noises in the middle of the night and discovers that their dog was licking their hand to warn them that the stranger is in is in the house. He's right at the bed. Hmm. All right, the girl in uh, the photograph. A mysterious girl appears in a photograph, only to be revealed as a ghost. Uh, when those who take the picture see her in the background. Hmm. So okay, that's common in a lot of old photographs yeah yeah that's a pretty common one mm, here's a good one it's a fan favorite the lady in white mm. i don't think we need no nope. every, every... see a lady in white usually she's lost a husband she's lost a kid and she's on the side of the or victorian dress yes and if you like to play games then here's the midnight game uh, it's a dangerous game where a player summons a demon who follows them throughout the night oh fuck y'all <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm not participating okay. in that one Oh, and this will be the last one, the elevator. Uh, see, okay, this one's interesting because no, I've I've never no, actually heard of it. This one is. I have been stuck on an elevator. We go get a. I think we go get a, a cam, a uh, a body cam, and we go play the elevator. What game. is the elevator game? So tell us what the elevator game is. The elevator game is a supernatural ritual where players must press certain elevator buttons in specific order to enter another dimension. Cool. It is believed that those who successfully complete the game may encounter may encounter paranormal entities and experience unsettling phenomena. Okay. They say not to get off of the elevator once it, the door opens. Uh, what's going to do is it's going to go to another floor. The lights will flicker, mm -hmm. the door will open, and you'll see that it's not the hotel. Uh, they say not to get off because if the door is closed, you don't get out. Oh, I'm going. I, I this sounds cool. Like I this is like one of the cooler You should be careful out there in those fucking hotels yeah. because you got way too many stories that are in those I'm hotels. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it'd be cool. Like the unsolved mystery of that Asian lady that was in the water tank on the roof that just Yeah, I'm gonna end up in the back rooms somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. That's essentially where they're saying that you're gonna end up on this is the back nice. rooms. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. ladies and gentlemen, that was the hot sheets these are the hot sheets best investigator reporting on the planet okay, go ahead read the new york times if you want to they get lucky sometimes thanks manny did not believe thank you manny we appreciate that anyway mm -hmm, mm -hmm. moving on to our big mother's day special Ooh, it's the main topic of the episode and this one we're gonna have to so we're gonna have to pick the pace though, yeah well, well, because of yeah, time it's okay but this is going to be heated also, so we're going to have to argue fastly, quickly, fastly. fastly. <laughs> I got you, don't worry. Jesus Christ. I see the list, I know my... So, so, so there okay. is a bracket, we're going to be, there's going to be, is, is this going to be like a versus, I'm assuming? Oh, uh, here's what we'll do. Mm. We are... 
So while he's pulling that up, I, I'm just going to go ahead and kind of explain to everybody what this is going to be. We we were debating about, you know, mothers and horror and uh, across the board, really, throughout cinema history. And to be quite honest with you, there's a lot of horror mothers out there. That, that sounded like I said horror mothers, but that is not what I said. Whether good or bad. <laughs> They're out there as well. You but know, but, but we wanted to really sit down and think about who the, the ultimate mom of horror actually is. And this was the list that we came to a conclusion on. And it looks like, oh, Beard, you want to take it away? It's a little small on my screen. I can't really read the phone. So, <clears throat> what we've got is round one. I'm just going to do them round. I don't want to yeah, read them off. Yeah. So we're just going to go. Uh, these are good mothers, bad mothers. The pairing is random, and we'll see who makes it to the yeah. end. Round one is Ellie, the mother from Evil Dead Rise, one of the new moms. versus Shelley Duvall. I'm going Evil Dead Rise, Ellie all the way. Shelley Duvall, the scariest thing about her no, was her wait, cigarette. Wait. Chad, don't, don't, this is, scariest like, thing no, wait, cigarette. hang on, wait, we're not supposed, this isn't the scariest mom. This, it's, no, it's, it's, this is not the scariest mm -hmm, mom bracket. Mm -hmm. This is just horror moms. It yeah. doesn't, it doesn't matter whether it's, good or bad, which one outdid yeah. the other one. Shelly made her, made sure that her and her son survived the entire hotel of one hundo, including her husband. Yes. Ellie tried to kill her children. So, <laughs> and Ellie was not as scary as some other Evil Dead characters that came. True, before. in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I think Mia, Mia was opinion. way more terrifying. She was. Yeah, but I mean, if we're going to do it like that through this bracket, then the good moms are going to come out on top. I'm just saying. No, we well, don't know that. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But 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 I'm going to say one thing to defend Ellie. Her dying breath was, don't let them take my babies. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. So, And then everything that just comes following that. Mm. Uh, I mean, hell, she loved her kids so much that they morphed into her. Good so. lord. <laughs> when you put it that way, love is forever. I don't know. I'm going to go with Shelly. I'm going with Shelly as well, just because, you know. Just saying. She did good in the book and in the yeah. movie. Sorry, Ellie. We got Shelly. Okay, moving on to the next round, which is going to be Annie Graham, the mother from Hereditary, versus Diane Freeling from the Poltergeist. Mm. Well, I already, I already know my vote. Make, um, well, I want to go ahead and just I want to make mine. this a good debate. No, I want you and Dooley to debate yeah. on this one. So I'm going first. Oh, oh, you okay. have That's why I'm going to go ahead and give oh, mine. fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and give mine. I, I have no choice but to choose the Poltergeist. I've never seen her. Oh, okay. So y'all debate it out. Oh, okay. So I did not like her. Either. I didn't either. I, I didn't uh, either. So. But as far as a mom in horror movies goes, um, she was fucked up. She was real. Fun. Yeah. She had a. I mean, I Diane. I I'm picking Diane just for the pure fact that once again she managed to save her family and get them out twice. I might add. Um, not so much that third time, but two times out of three ain't bad. Okay. 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 She did go into. Uh, <laughs> she did play the elevator game and go into yeah, the closet yeah, true. and go into. True. 
she survived the elevator game, so I guess Diane, on you go. Okay, uh, next bracket is going to be Donna Thornton. Oh, sorry, Trenton from the movie Cujo versus Nancy Loomis. <laughs> I love this one. I, I love this one. So I'm going Donna Trenton uh, from Cujo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jerem. Uh, honestly, because I know before we even started this, Beards, he was over here, I'm really going to be pulling yeah, for Nancy. Yeah. And the reason why I really was going to pull for it, because she created a fucking psychopath with her she son did. by leaving him behind. And then she snapped. When now, was it was it really like, her or was it Roman? Well, Roman, he he pushed the leaning domino that was that just fully it wouldn't fully hit the stack yet and he was that final but i feel like roman gets the credit here because he was the catalyst to all of this right like he was the guy go ahead i was just gonna say he filled his head with it like yeah look your mom left because of that yeah Hmm. You know what? At the end of all this, we should have put just Sydney's mom in her place because it all stems back to her fucking. Baby. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Well, uh, I'm gonna. Uh, uh, I'll let you say it first. Nancy killed for her son. Not many people would do that, but Donna protected. So you know, I I don't I don't really know. This one's kind of tough. This one's kind of tough for me. I've got my answer. I'm going to go with Nancy Loomis. I want to. I really do. But I'm going with Donna just because that movie, the scariest it's, part it's about scary. her alone is she, she fought to stay in that fucking car. Yeah, she, she did. Her she did. Damnedest. You're right. He's with the, and all. With the fucking kids sitting there dying, needing yeah. his inhaler and shit. <laughs> yeah. He's turning blue and purple and shit. Yeah. Good point. She had to make sure he still was breathing. It was like a hundred and some fucking rough. degrees. That's why I don't like watching that movie. The movie? There's rough. some is, odd, listen. you know, hard to watch films, and that's one of them. Yeah, you know, honestly, I now that I'm older and thinking about it, Cujo reminds me more of an A24 film than it does a I normal Stephen King totally film. I totally see that. Because it's just straight fucking anxiety, mm-hmm. dude. Pure, pure anxiety. You're just straight up like, holy fuck. Yeah, yeah pure anxiety. <laughs> the whole time. So, yep. Okay. Donna's moving on. Okay, the next one is Lori Strode versus Joyce Byers. Oh my god, that's, that's a that's a, hard a real hard one. Mother Strode, and we're so we're talking about Lori Strode from the new three. Yeah, Halloween yeah. Movies. So canceling out the other Halloweens, just yeah. yeah, because we can't take into account what she did in the first Halloween movie. Um, she wasn't a mom then. We're talking just the trilogy, new ones the just the the. the yeah, we're not going back to H2O. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about <laughs> none of that. So this one's hard because I don't know. Should I should, should, should I should I debate this like... or, or... Um, Jeremy sounds like he's back here really struggling. So I'm going to go ahead and say Laurie <laughs> Strode and then let you two go. OK, ahead. I know who I'm going to pick, I think. But so this one's hard, though. Make your case. Well, go ahead. So hold on. Real yeah, quick. he he says Laurie. OK. You know me. No, right, yeah. I, I haven't said who I picked yeah. yet, but right off the bat, I want to pick Lori. Because you're, yeah. she, but think of it like this: she done everything she could to not only just protect her daughter mm-hmm. and her granddaughter. Yeah. And it didn't matter what happened; her daughter's. Still died. So, but at the same time, at that point, was it her fault? Is, 
because it's kind of out of her hands at that point. She beat him. She 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 did beat him. She did beat him. So she didn't fail. Um, I think that she she's not only a great mother, but she's also a great grandmother in that vein. Yeah. But so grandparents day, if we did this bracket, then she would, I, but you know, this is just strictly on moms, but she did let her child die. And because of okay, that, well, <laughs> that's a good point because we know that Joyce has been going for five seasons and she's she, not she, let one. Not man, yet. Oh, she did. She did. She lost a man, uh, but it wasn't, she lost her. She, no, she lost a cherished It wasn't a kid oh. though. She didn't lose her kid. She, but she still, lost her significant other and you know but you know what is a big negative point to, for her the newest season she literally just jumped ship went to russia to go save hopper and didn't know what the fuck or where the fuck her it, children well you know were. what <laughs> no wait so, cut her you break, put it that way because the whole series she's been thinking about her kids and she's not been thinking about getting laid well, yeah, well the, she didn't so i'm gonna defend her just for the pure fact it's like she didn't know what was going on. She thought her kids were safe and sound. How was she to know? She's fucking Russia. She left them with a fucking stoned outside. She's in Russia. Come on now. <laughs> wait, no, I thought she left them with, uh, wait, no, I guess you're right. She le- yeah, no, she left them with the older oh, that's brother. Right. Uh, forget his name. Yeah. She ran away with Murray. Yeah, the so, yeah she ran away with the loony. That's actually funny. Murray gets points for being the mom. Um, Damn, I don't know. Marie is also a mom. Wait, you know who else is kind of an honorary mom? Steve. Steve. Yeah, Steve would have been on this list. Well, I've Steve has Steve. saved children more than <laughs> he's ever. You got a good is. point. God damn, this one's tough. He even gets his ass kicked mm. for him. God damn, Billy beat the fuck out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, a Mickey Mouse, Steve. I'm Mickey Mousing Steve uh, into this instead of Joyce. I'm gonna Mickey Mouse Steve in. Oh no! Listen, do you know the uproar of a man this Mother's Day thing? <laughs> okay, let's, no, let's yeah, okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with Joyce just because she hasn't lost anybody yet. So, and I don't count Bob. I'm sorry, I just don't count him. It's not a kid. Um, I don't count is, him. I'm not. I, I swear, I'm not playing favoritism on mm. this. Uh, just because she, she after another worldly thing and the whole dimension came out and you just leave to go to Russia to try to break somebody out of prison mm. with a fucking stoned out son and his stoner friend. But I'm we, going need, Lori. we needed Hopper. We need him. We needed we, Hopper. We, we needed him. him, yes, but I'm going Lori because even though she, she, it wasn't her fault her daughter died because she ended up having to get stuck in the hospital, so I'm going with Lori. She she done everything she could to try to Fair enough. Her. Well, Lori Lori's moving on. on. Okay, next round, oh. Pamela Voorhees versus Shelly Duvall. Again, I, I'm gonna go ahead and give you mine. Uh, Shelly's moving on because she she saved she saved lives. This one's a real hard one for me because you've got two of my. So favorite I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you guys get a vote. Right Can I go ahead and give you mine? Two of my favorite moms in horror movies right now. I'll tell you why I'm going with mine. Okay, go I, for I, it. I feel like you're on the fence. Let's see. I am I'm not fence. on the fence at all with this one. I'm going Pamela Voorhees because she was so fucking corrupt that uh, she was able, her love for her son brought him back from the dead. That was the Necronomicon. And somehow he was <laughs> And um, not just one time either. No, not just one time, multiple times. And he's always hearing it. She, she brought him created, back from hell. She created one of the strongest fucking monsters in all of slasher history. Mm. Just from her love. You think that Norman Bates gets a hard on for his mom? Jason comes back from the fucking dead every time, and he's harder to kill every so time. I, All because of mother's. I, I'm a, 
I'm assuming Pamela's moving on. <laughs> but Shelly uh, got she got Mr. Uh, uh, O'Haran killed so she could get out. No, she didn't. Uh, he was a yeah. Come on, he was a distraction, really. Yeah. He just knew something was going on there. It wasn't because of her. I know, but she. I bet. Nah, there's a part. He came to get some ice cream, dog. Oh, here he comes. Okay. 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 Sorry. Uh, there's one reason because I like both of these equally because uh, two of my one of my favorite series and obviously one of my favorite horror movies. So, um, there's one reason that I'm gonna pick who I'm picking, and it's because every time that you see the top mothers of horror in Mother's Day countdowns, she's always the face of the yeah. countdown, and it's Pamela yeah. Voorhees. That's fair. Um. I mean, it's not just me that thinks that she's the ultimate horror mother. Uh, I mean, let's be real. There was no Jason to start the series yeah, off. It the started series off with got her. kicked off and had its popularity from a woman in a fucking turtleneck sweater killing yeah. camp counselors. And she was fucking crazy. She scared the shit out of me. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, she killed Kevin Bacon, okay, dog. so she yeah. did fucking kill Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Um, okay, so the next one, next round, Diane Freeling, Poltergeist versus Mother Firefly from House of a Thousand Corpses. What? Now, Diane did save her children, but Mother Firefly was fucked oh, up. She encouraged yeah. her children. She was fucked Ooh, This one's hard. Um, not, not just one movie, right? Two. She yeah. created a family that like, basically encouraged them to say, hey, let's just fucking fuck shit yeah. up. She did. So, like, she might not have done much that we saw, but if you think about it, she made this crazy fucking cult where they were just slaughtering people for what looked like years. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Mother Firefly on this one. You, now it's up to you two. See, this is where it comes down to morals. Good mom versus a mother that would do anything for her family. Um, you know, that that's that's where this boils... Oh yeah, this is a real big one because the only reason that the child was even saved in the poltergeist is because yeah, of yeah, I'm going to poltergeist. I'm going. To um, the movie wouldn't have been solved if it wasn't for her because you know damn well the psychic wasn't going in there. She didn't ever. But Mother Firefly left a her out of the she TV. left a legacy behind. You know, <laughs> so. It, <sighs> I was gonna say, yeah, this one comes down to you. Mother Firefly did. She had. I mean, they went on a killing yeah. spree. So for a while, this one's tough. Um, I'm gonna have to go Poltergeist on this, just oh. because. Oh. Just because, like I said, it's all about saving the lives, and Mother Firefly oh, took oh, lives. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. It was in my head. It was in my head. Um, now, I want to actually point out something, though. Jeremy does not like the House of a Thousand Corpses thing, but he was willing to yeah. uh, recognize and admit the fact that she mm -hmm. did something very substantial as far as a horror movie mother yeah. goes. She made it like a fucking, I mean. Yeah. yeah, like as the series as a whole, I don't like, I like House of a Thousand Corpses, but anything after that can take a fucking walk. And I know people listening to this are going to say, but the devils, or what it was after that, the second one. Devil's Rejects. Yeah. I have yeah. fucking. She was in that whatever. too. She was in that too. Yeah, she they died had her too, in jail. Bitch. Yeah, they did. She did. <laughs> but she was misleading them the whole time. She was even playing a role in that. At that point in time, she was misleading the cops and telling them, "Oh, I love stabbing your brother. We tortured him. He was yeah, mm. all of that. Mm -mm -mm. Remember? 
You don't remember I do. That? Yeah. I watched them recently. Okay, sorry. I... Anyways, anyways, Mother Firefly. Sorry, you you put up a tiny bit of a fight. Next one is a big one in my opinion. Is Norma Bates versus Donna Trenton from Cujo? And let me just start this off because I feel like Norma Bates, in my personal opinion, can win this entire fucking thing. I don't think so because Norma didn't do anything. I, I agree. Did you watch Bates Motel. Uh, yeah. Okay. Wait. That, is that what we're going by? Are we going by any, both. anything? They both count. Bates Motel now counts. Is that canon? Yes, it's it canon. Yes, it's, 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 it's eight twenty-four though. I'm just saying. But I don't care. <laughs> I love the series, and you know what? She fucked up that poor kid's head super bad, um, to the point to where so originally okay. Norman would black out, and he killed I get his it. Okay, stepdad. Yeah, she was, and she and she, was she doing, loved him so much that she, she hid was, the murder from the stepdad. She was like, doing her son. No, I don't. I don't. I can't. I've never. The series. It. I don't know if that no. Ever happened. no, I think he ended up getting an attraction towards her. Duh. The series really hints that she gives him a lap dance when she's drunk on whiskey. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I'm not, Anyways, I'm, if we're taking Bates Motel at face value, Norma didn't do shit. It was just him dressed up as her. All we have is his true. word. Well, she no, she fucked up his mind so bad. But all we have is his word. We don't have any other proof. She didn't do anything else. We well, didn't no, see. Remember, he had a brother. That was there. That scene. Even he. Even his brother was like, "Dude, you come away with me. She's fucking you up." And he wouldn't go with his brother. Right, but we don't get any details. My point. We don't see. It's just like hearing ghost stories. Mm. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like the movie doesn't go in detail to contact his brother. Okay, okay. My that's, that's my pick. Norma I'm going. Bates. Oh, you pick Norma Bates. I'm yeah. going with Donna Trenton. I gotta go with Donna as well. Um. Well, oh, no, no. no. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why, though. Again, I'm I'm all about that whole life saving. That's why she fucked her kid up, dude. <laughs> and Norma fucked hers up in a different way. So much so that he loved her so much he kept her body all those. Dude, Jesus. This is an underdog. I didn't nice. expect old Donna Trenton. Yeah, Donna. Tr- yeah, she's she might win this thing. <laughs> here's a big one. And Jeremy took the Twitter to find out what they thought, mm. and the winner on the Twitter poll is in this battle right now, and it's Lori Strode versus Carrie. On Twitter, Carrie seemed to be her mom, Carrie Watts. Yeah, mom. yeah, Carrie Watt. Yeah. So, I'm I'm already I'm, casting I'm gonna my vote. You boys. I'm, I'm going to let you two debate. Oh. I'm going Lori. I'm going to go with Carrie. I'm going Lori. Uh, I'm going to go with Carrie. Oh, maybe. Should I take that back? Uh, Fuck me. Everything. I mean, she really fucked her daughter up. Like she fucked her up. Yeah. Well, but then again, Norma. So did Norma. Yeah, but Norma didn't show it. Now we get to see. We get to see Sissy Spacek act crazy and religious and smack her daughter in the fucking chops and tell her she's fucking ugly. (laughs) And I mean. Happy Mother's Day to you. I got. I got. Even in the remake, she was. We're all on the fence, aren't we? No, I, I, I know who I, I know want. Her. No, no, you want me to, uh, like, do y'all have Yeah, oh, yeah, 100, uh, yeah, I've already said mine. Yeah, what's yours? Well, who was you? I go Lori. All the way on this one. Did you have one? Did you have an Because I've got mine. Say yours. If you don't have yours, say yet, it. I love Lori, but I'm going Carrie. You gotta be fucking kidding me. I know, dude. I'm going against everything I believe in. Nah, nah, bro. No. I, I got I got to strongly I got to strongly disagree with you on that one. I Lori's been through a lot. Can I take my vote back? Because I was going to say because she did end up killing Michael. Like I said, and the mom had no remorse in the end, even when Carrie killed her. 
I, I, I think uh, I'm choosing Lori. Yeah, I was gonna say if I could if I could take mine back, I'll choose Lori too. Okay. So okay. Oh, look at that. You know what, Jeremy? You were really close. The good moms have made it. I told you. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, okay. Oh, here we go. Uh, Pamela Voorhees, the semifinals. Pamela Voorhees versus Diane Freeling from the Poltergeist. So it's Pam for me. It's 110. I'm Pam. going Diane once again, just because of the pure fact. I'm going, I'm going Pam. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm -mm. Pam, she's going to the finals. Okay, now we've got Donna from Cujo and Lori Strode. Oh man, I gotta tell you, I'm going with Lori. I'm gonna go with Lori as well. Yeah, I gotta go with Lori just yeah, for the pure fact. Hands down yeah. here. So here we go, boys. I'm surprised that Donna even made it. This one's surprised Donna made it. So Pamela Voorhees versus Lori, and this is to cap out the This episode. one's good. This I'll is let y'all two go, go head to head on this. Uh I mean I don't think that there's really much of an argument that's needed because whether you like Friday the thirteenth or not, whether you like Halloween over Friday the thirteenth or not, um Halloween was never centered around a mom. True. And if this is the Mother's Day bracket, then it's fucking Pamela Voorhees. <laughs> that's my only argument I got. I'm going just. She had, she had a whole movie where she was killing people, uh, and not just one or two. I'm going just based off the pure fact of protection. Um, the end game to everything. The goal was set out to do one thing and that was to kill Michael and she achieved that goal um, by being a hermit Don't matter. But she still set out to do what she said she was going to do and by God she did it in front of a crowd whether we like the movie whether we hate the movie she fucking did it take that into account too um, shitty ending. it may have been a shitty ending like I said whether you like or hate the movie she did what she said she was going to do and I gotta go, Lori Strode. Okay, Jeremy. So one of y'all are gonna hate me. It's always, it's, it's always me. <laughs> it's always um, don't be surprised. Bracket we do. I get fucking out. But I get no, two no. Everybody, so, go back historically. Go back on this podcast and look at the brackets. It's so hold on. When you do look at Mother's Day, you think Pamela. Boyd. I agree with that. Um, I mean, everything about it is in the horror movie realm, and like he's. You know, like Justin said, you know, she, there's a whole the movie. movie the movie very well could have been called Mother's Day, and it would have been yeah, acceptable. You Mother's could have Day. not even mentioned Friday the Thirteenth, and it would have been fucking acceptable. fair enough. Could you imagine that? I mean, it does yeah. not. It's not far fetched. I mean, they've done a Mother's Day movie, and from what I've heard, it's shit. But, um, but you know, Chad's got a really good point, and that's as as he was mentioning that, it got me thinking too. And I mean, I am a huge Halloween fan. And I didn't want to lean towards that side more. Um, but she done everything in her power to really fight for and kill Michael. But Chad's going to hate me because I'm going Pamela Voorhees. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Because, I mean, literally Damn. every Mother's Day, I wake up and somebody's like, it's Mother's it, it's Day. It's a picture of Pamela. I don't know how fucked up this is in my head, but literally as soon as I hear it's Mother's Day, I hear the voice in my head of Pamela go, kill her, mommy. Kill her, mommy. Uh, yeah. So, it's, yeah. That's, I, I'm going to, I'm going to take the defeat here. I'll take the defeat. Jason, mommy love you. But. Wake up, Jason. You have to put a stop to yeah, it. That, I mean, that's, in, uh. that's crazy alone. Like that voice still in his mature dead body. Uh. 
makes him come back. It doesn't. None of it makes sense. I don't like it. None of it makes sense. But I'm, I'm sorry. I got a go mother's through. love. Yeah, that's how you end the episode right there, baby. A mother's oh, love. Nothing Jesus. is stronger than a mother's love. And guess who proves it? Our winner, that. Miss Pamela Voorhees. Well, Miss Pamela Voorhees. The only thing that would make this even sweeter is if it was on Friday the thirteenth. So there you go. <laughs> oh, we just missed it. It was Saturday the thirteenth. Today's the fourteenth oh, of recording. Man. Well, there you have it, people. Your your ultimate horror mother. It's coming. As always, wonderful episode. We're coming up quick. Episode one hundo. Hope everybody's ready. I know I'm ready. I bet you are. I bet you are. <laughs> but in the meantime, between now and the 100th episode, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Yeah, there you go. We're there. <laughs> we want comments. We want to hear what you say, whether it's bad or good. We take criticism and we'll improve, baby. But if you just want to tell us who you think that the ultimate mother is. Did we miss anybody? No, it's going to yeah. not be. It's not going to be Mother's Day when this comes out, I guess. No. But, I mean, still. Anyway, as always, I'm Chad. This is Justin and Jeremy. And keep it spooky out there.